four score and New this morning, we're getting our first look inside. Welcome to First Hand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived them. I'm Devin Field. I'm Greg Gallant. And we're hosting this thing, okay? I mean, it's happening. We're back for our landmark 18th episode. That's this is right. the big one. This the is show's legal now. This, this show is barely legal, okay? Turn so. off your countdown clocks, perverts. You can yeah. fuck our show. Our show is fuckable, and I'm really glad we got into that within the first 30 seconds of the show. This is good for new listeners to come aboard. And, you know. well, I notice a lot of times you'll mention that you're glad I, I said something. <laughs> I just well, say, I am, because I'm so glad all the time at all the stuff you mentioned. Thank you. I just wanted to say thank you. Okay. Speaking well, of stuff we're going to mention, we should make our big announcement. Let's make our big announcement. Okay, well, I mean, first, before we do that, you know, this was formerly a history podcast. Oh, yeah. Boring. Okay. Fuck oh, Dan, that. Fuck you, Dan Carlin, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know that's how much. I got seven dirty words you can say, and you're fucking yeah. Dan Carlin. You know what? I've got some brain droppings for you, Dan yeah. Carlin. That's a book. So, the... So we're no longer a history podcast. Well, we are a history. Well, listen, we're the history of celebrities. That's what we are now. We're talking about celebrity gaffes and goofs, the things that would make you click on a, what's a site? Just Jared? Is that a gossip site? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, went, he went to Just Jared and he got some <laughs> gossip. He went to, I love their holiday ads. Um, we... We learned a lesson from like the crown and from every documentary, which is that history is more fun when it's celebrities. I was going to say when Princess Diana's in it, but yes, when the celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of which, should we cover the death of Princess Diana as a gaffe? A bit of a a gaffe by Uh the paparazzi. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) A bit of a whoops. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about it. We'll we'll talk about it. So, I know Prince Charles, so I could probably get him on. And I know Prince Andrew. We have a, one <laughs> mutual friend. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about celebrity gaffes and use, and that's what we'll be discussing today. And it's, it's all part of the the firsthand sells out initiative. We need money. Is, we need money, and we need you to give it to us. And one way we're doing that is a lot of people who are fans of podcasts like to get into some of the extra content of a podcast, mm-hmm. the experiences mm-hmm. that a podcast can offer them. Now, of course, in the age of COVID, which we're still in while we're recording this, mm-hmm. you can't do a big live show for a sold out crowd, you know, at the Palladium or whatever, you know. We, we can't. Uh, fucking it's, COVID is the only so, reason we're not doing a big, we were going to do Red Rocks, we were going to do Red Rocks, Hollywood we were going to the gorge up in those yeah and that's you know that's a that's an outdoor venue so those might work but yeah, with that example of all three we'd be selling out the fonda right now mm-hmm. if it weren't for mm-hmm. COVID. we'd be selling out almost every major theater on hollywood and gower <laughs> yes fantageous yeah so uh listen but we have to be responsible we can't have our listeners get sick 
We mm-hmm. need to let them enjoy the podcast in a safe environment. And that's why we are launching a cruise. The first-hand cruise, a.k.a. the listenership. It's the listenership. We talk a lot about listenership when we're talking about the you podcast. You guys. The listenership. <laughs> this is the listenership. Why don't we have any listenership? And we got to thinking. Right. Maybe make- it could be a real literal ship. It's a real ship. So that's coming up in a few months. You're going to start seeing stuff online. Devin and I uh, are in talks. Um, We're in talks with some of the major cruise lines. And I, I would say they are more excited than I thought they would be. Yeah. You know? yeah. We, I, I'm leaning toward this place called Tom's Cruises. Tom's where, Cruises. And of course, their good. gimmick is every time you book a cruise. <laughs> They give a cruise to a child in a third world country. And that's really great. I mean, the idea that you buying a ticket for the listenership could in turn give a, a child in need a ticket to the Weezer cruise or something mm-hmm. is like, that's just, I'm, I'm honestly getting emotional talking about it. <laughs> I, I've been getting so emotional so often lately. Yeah, me too. Is there something about, um, not about COVID or not being able to see my mother's face in over a year. There's something about um, just like the idea of um, death. Sorry. Just the idea, just the idea of uh, a former child soldier getting to hear the music of 311 on the high seas that, um, that is, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Amber is the color of your energy, Dev. And I can Stop. see it right now. Stop. And now I'm... And now, now I'm... Listen to us! I guess I am picturing someone who's been freed from an Apple sweatshop. And they're watching Doug Benson and other weed-themed <laughs> comedians open up for 311 on the high season. Oh, they hopefully me. Hopefully I could do it. Type yeah, I would actually, know, like, all, like, I would kill for that gig. That's, yeah, that's completely. Yeah. Greg, I don't know if you know, but uh, when my Comedy Central half hour premiered, they cut out my first three jokes. So it starts with me walking on stage saying, hey, how is everybody? And then a hard cut to me saying, so I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> so, uh... Somehow that didn't get me branded as a weed comic, but I'm trying to put that out there now. Yeah, if you need somebody it, to make a f- joke about bong rips, I have two. Put it out there. You have two. I got two. <laughs> so, so anyway, so keep an eye out for that. We'll be hitting your inboxes. I assume we have an email list going on. Uh, yeah, we probably have some way. Yeah. You know what? I can always use the old list of people who donated for my heart transplant or whatever that major. Yeah, whatever the fuck that story was. I had angina, maybe? I don't know. Look, I don't know. Let's get back to the history. And by history, I mean celebrity gas. What are we talking about today, Dad? We're talking about one of the big ones, okay? One of the memorable ones, one of the true faux pas. And I think everyone will remember where they were when they first heard the name. Adele Nazim. Adele Nazim. <laughs> is that is that not what it is? I think it's Adele Nazim. <laughs> okay, let me take that again. Yeah, take. I it. think everyone. I think everyone will remember where they were when they first heard the name Adele Nazim. Okay? Nailed it. I remember That's where I was. Where were you? Uh, let's see. 
Oh, okay. I guess I don't actually. You know what? Okay, while you're thinking of it, I'll tell you where I was. Okay. I was. Uh, what year was that? Oh, uh, I want to say oh, oh one. Yeah, was it? Was, sep- was that like September two thousand one? Yeah, I remember they wheeled a they wheeled a TV into my seventh grade classroom. <laughs> Right. right, and they said, "There's something very important you all need to see." Yeah, and it was this. But let's—we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let we're me let recap it again. I'm taking over for Devin on the recaps. Wanted to lighten his load. He's done too much of the legwork, and I wanted to start pulling my weight around here. And I'm happy to let you. So it was the eighty-something Oscars, and Ellen was hosting, and John Travolta went up to present an award or to bring up a musical guest or something, and he accidentally called her Adele Dazeem. Now, Devin, how are you involved? Wait, 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 wait. That's your whole intro. Yeah, it's, I mean that's pretty long, really. I mean, who cares? Did, right? People, who cares? I worked for upwards of half an hour on all of my intros, okay? And that's just wow. that's just like barely you didn't even you didn't even say what year it was. You didn't even clearly explain that John Travolta was introducing Edina Menzel, Broadway legend, to sing her song from the okay. giant hit movie Frozen. It was an Oscar nominated song for best original song. You're right. I did leave out one important detail, which is that he said wickedly talented. <laughs> and that honestly is, and I don't know if we have a way to play clips during this episode, but perhaps... Uh, let's leave space. Let's leave space. Uh, let's leave some space right here for the clip, okay? And we're leaving space right now. And then we'll keep not talking, and then we'll lay it in here. And let's say five, four, three, two, one. That's probably enough space, but just to be safe, let's leave a little more space. Let's leave some more space in here. Space, space, space. And it's one, two, three, four, five. And that's probably still not enough space. So let's go six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wickedly talented. That's what he It is really amazing the way he says, uh, now introducing the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. And, uh, Hey Greg, that ain't Adina Menzel's name. That's not. That's not. And this is <laughs> so big. This uh, is so big. It's oh my like, god. Doing this episode makes me embarrassed about some of the topics we've covered. Right. Like, like we like what? Like we did like what? Like Facebook, even... the 2000 election. Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, the Florida recount blow the, me past us. Berlin Wall. I literally don't know a single person who knows what the Berlin Wall was about. I don't know what Berlin is. No, I don't either. Babylon Ich bin ein over it. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Sprechen. So I guess I know that. Sprechen the fuck up with this shit. You know? So anyway, of course, as we like to say, or really hate to say, but have to say. Um, you know, we have experienced every major event in history, mm. pop culture and otherwise, because we are Forrest Gumps. That's that's it. We're everywhere and anywhere and every time and anytime. Mm. 
And, and that's, maybe that is the snappier, more effective way to say it. Could be. That we've been looking for for 18. Could be. Um, but anyway, we were there. And uh, I guess it's at this point that we should tell what, what, how we were involved in this event. Yeah, Devin, why, why don't you tell the audience how you were involved? Well, of course, um, you know, everyone knows that I worked on and off for Scientology as a bit of a fixer. Um, gods will know, gods will remember, gods will true, true gods will know, but for the pigs, yeah, for all you new piggies out there just listening for the first time, um, you know, I of course, uh, was brought into Scientology first because I loved it, and second because, um, they needed someone to make Tom Cruise look like a normal human being, and so once I successfully completed that mission, they said, We got something else for you, John Travolta is having a hell of a time and appearing functional. Mm. And, you know, this was at a, this was at a tough time for John Travolta. There were a lot of rumors swirling about his personal life and um, potentially harassing various masseuses. Um, and mm. his hairline was all over the place when I got in there. I mean, this guy was Nicholas Cage level. You didn't know where it was going to go next. One week it's, dreadlocks for battlefield earth the next it's uh totally bald for the taking of pelham one two three you know now do you What's think do you think he caught something on the face on the set of face off from cage i think he caught this was something that i kind of tried to spin as my own scientology theory i think he caught some negative force thetans from the sick twisted mind of nicholas cage and it receded his airline to dangerous levels. Wow. Um, and so they brought me in. They said, we need you to make, we need this to go right. And I said, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to get him a spot at the Oscars, the most normal night in television. You know, this is when people show up and are grounded, humble, and relatable. Nothing ever goes wrong. Everything nope. always goes right. Think about There's your five favorite Oscar moments. They're all things that went right. Yes, smooth sailing. There's no, uh, there's no safer environment than live television. Mm-hmm. And so I said, we're going to have him present, okay? And we're going to put him in a full uh, wig, a full, like, jet black, uh, strange pompadour wig. And and we're going to have him come out and we're going to have him just introduce a song and leave. And that's it. Okay. What could be more normal than a millionaire Scientologist with a weird sexless energy coming onto the stage, introducing a Broadway song from an animated cartoon movie that he's never seen and leaving. This is going to win hearts and minds. Slam dunk. Uh, and then he came out and he fucked it all up because he's all fucked up and stupid and mentally ill. <laughs> and, um, look, I know that sounds judgmental to, you know, insult someone for having a legitimate mental illness and difficulty, um, you know, handling the stress you. of live TV. Yeah, please don't cancel me. Okay. Um, you know, and I do have a lot of sympathy and empathy for John Travolta. I think he's had a very strange and difficult life in a lot of ways. Um, and my only regret is that I wasn't able to make him um, seem at all like a person. And actually, he seemed like probably the weirdest fucking alien version of himself that's ever been broadcast on TV. Do you think that if people's 
exteriors looked, you know, more fitting to their interiors that he would look like his character from Battlefield Earth. I think, think that's he might. What his can I tell energy you? is. I think he would. That's interesting. I think he would look more like his character from Broken Arrow. Um, just kind of macho and strong. Okay. Or maybe his maybe maybe Horshack from uh, Woke Back Cotton. Was, was he Horshack? No, know. no, he was like the he was Vinny Barbarino. I still think he would look like Horshack. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. I don't <laughs> think he's in the same way that you look at Henry Winkler now and go like that guy was the Fonz. Like, yeah, no, I when I I think Henry's true soul, Richie Cunningham. Yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, a show cool. I've never seen. Um, really? and so I failed, and um, I moved on to trying to make uh, Elizabeth Moss seem cool, and that's been going really well. That actually so, has been going very cool. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very so, well. So that's me. What about you, Greg? Well, have I, I'm kind of embarrassed that we never really talked about this, but you oh, were okay. sort of his fixer you know, going into it and uh, and you screwed up I mean, or he screwed up. I don't want to put the onus on you, but Look, I could have been a little more attentive. Then that's when I took over, my man. Uh-oh. I was working as a sort of shady Hollywood, you know, fixer. I don't want to use fixer because you use the word fixer, but I really can't think of a better word for it. And that seems to be hey, you were sort of a Ray Donovan. He, uh, yeah, I was a Ray Donovan. I wasn't tied to any fucked up religion, fake for profit church or anything. I was just kind of more going on my own. And, and I was getting a lot of shit from John Void at the time. And he's such a prick. He's such a prick. Uh, and it was like, just give me your daughter's phone number. That's all I want. It's so easy, John. It's like, you know what happened to Quincy Jones when, <laughs> when he went down this road. We but, all know. We all know. And that, of course, was many years later. But, yeah, yeah I was handling a lot of the, uh, you know, I worked keeping things under wraps and spinning things for a lot of Hollywood people. And when they fired me, that's when a lot of that stuff came out, you know. So anyone who's had misdeeds that came out since then it's the reason they were probably didn't come out before that is because of me and as i'm saying that i'm realizing that i'm one of history's great villains and that's yeah, pretty disgusting a tough pill to swallow but it paid pretty well so great they brought me in and i don't know if you are you familiar with jimmy kimmel Devin? uh we have met Fewer times than you'd think. Okay. Well, Travol- my big master stroke was Travolta going on Kimmel and explaining what happened. Yes. The next night, I believe, or maybe within the next week, he went on Kimmel yep. and relatably explained what went wrong. So I followed my playbook on this one. You are a man who's powerful and you have wronged a woman. There's three plays in the playbook. Blame an assistant. Mm -hmm. Blame a 
different second woman mm-hmm. and say that you were actually doing the first woman a favor. And boy, did John do all three on Kimmel. He hit all three he in that all interview. Three. So maybe I don't know if we could play the clip of that interview, but maybe we could just leave some space. We really should. That would actually help me a lot. So let's leave some space, yeah. and okay. we're leaving space. Uh, you mispronounce her name. What? Uh, but you and me no, can talk okay, while we're leaving space. Yeah, what do you mean? I've been watching this. I've been watching some Peckinpah movies. Is, do you like Peckinpah? Um, Peckinpah is not violent enough and for it was me. Getting very close I, to the time I was supposed to. And the blood is too realistic. And, um, yeah, I like it to look more like pink, like pink guts and paint, and I, you know, I'm really into that kind of like jade horror, yeah, um, that kind of freaky shit. Yeah, you want the blood to look like the um, the Monty Python just a flesh wound scene blood. That scene is so funny. Yeah, and real, and real. Uh, John Cleese is right. You can't say anything anymore. Amazing thing. Uh, and, I, um, and five, four, uh-huh. I'm three, three hugging and two, her up and one, two, three, a little three, four, five. There it is. All right. So, as you can see, Travolta blames an assistant, says someone got stuck in an elevator, and they didn't tell him we had enough time. And then I'm like, John, all right, say so you got caught up talking to some hot Hollywood starlet backstage, you know, someone who's a bigger star than you. So it's conceivable that you're starstruck and who's like really, really gorgeous and charming in the present year. And so they'll be like a cool young ingenue. And, and John, to his credit, nailed it. Goldie Hawn nailed it. Oh, I mean, you're talking about like 2010s Goldie Hawn here. So she is at her peak. This is like, you know. A fucking nobody like Travolta would be thrilled to run into her. Amen. And then, then at the end, you hear that John explains that he actually did Adina Menzel a huge favor, that she was having the best year of his life and and gives him the credit. And that doesn't at all sound like something that Donald Trump would say. And Mm -mm. nope. if you ask fans of Adina Menzel, was it? Frozen success, or mm-hmm. was it Adele Dazim? I think mm-hmm. they'll know. I think they'll know. Mm-hmm. So, was it years of legendary Broadway performances and Tony nominations, or was it the time the guy from Broken Era said her name all weird? I think we all know the answer. So, mm-hmm. and then the last thing that we did that wasn't part of my typical three rules was. We had John explain that they had put in, that at the last minute they had put the phonetic spelling of her name. I fucking hate when they do that. And so obviously that explains how you got an L in the first name, how you got a D in the last name. Uh-huh. It explains all of it. Yes, because if I were to read Idina Menzel, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be spelled. Exactly. Exactly. So So it was foolproof. And honestly, it kind of baffles me that people still talk about this incident because I feel like that apology should have covered all the base. Seems like it just fucking landed. I don't know what these what these snowflakes are complaining about. I mean, John Cleese is right about them. You can't say anything. Right. (laughs) John Cleese is right. Well, 
there you have it. That's our involvement in one of the most important events in American um, history. But, and I, I'm going to tease this a little bit here. When we come back from the break, Devin, we've got a pretty big get, I believe. Uh-oh. Unless our guests exciting. change. <laughs> which has Unless happened. Our, which has happened before. That this, might, this might be the biggest, biggest get we've had since a certain somebody who wouldn't give me his daughter's phone number and is now under the floorboards of this studio. <laughs> well, I cannot wait. Welcome back hey. to First Hand uh, Celebrity Gaff Edition. That's what we're talking about this we're year, Greg. Selling out. We we're get selling out. Money. We're Please in the celeb gossip. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, like, we are, it's dire right now. I know a lot of people think, like, oh, they're probably recording over Zoom and that's why the audio is taking a hit this season. No, we are in studio. We're flagrant, flagrantly violating. The quarantine and stay-at-home orders or whatever. Yeah, this is my way of protesting Garcetti and his whole clown car of an administration is by gathering with medium to large groups and uh, maskless and recording um, comedy podcasts that will be listened to by upwards of 150 people. Yeah. Sorry, that's more than 10. Sorry that most of our episodes get more than 10 listeners, Mayor. Yeah. No, the audio is bad because we're out of money. We had to fire our engineer, whose name escapes me. Uh, yeah. We had to fire our producer, whose name escapes me. I don't know who he was. Yeah. And we're all sharing one mic, which is also probably bad COVID-wise. I don't. I think it's good because it, you know, herd immunity. Herd immunity. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> That's just a little <laughs> something. So I don't get it. Okay. So. We're talking about John Travolta and the amazing thing he said, Adele Dazeem, and who better to hear about yes. it from? This is a huge get. This is, this is crazy. probably the biggest get we've ever I had. I mean, let's go over some of our biggest guests before we had Quincy Jones. We had Quincy we had. Jones, end of list, full end stop. Of list. Every <laughs> yeah, everyone else was kind of um, a ridiculous character. You yeah. ever heard. I mean, Chad was... Yeah, we should call Chad up and see if he's available to be our see new what's engineer. going on. But no, but now we have our our biggest get yet. I would say both of them huge gets yeah. in terms of what we're about to learn. These are number one and number two. Absolutely. So please welcome to the show John Travolta and Adele Dazeem. Hey, I'm John Travolta. Hi, I'm Adele Dazeem. Wow. Now, well, I mean, I don't know what I've never met you, Mr. Zim. So I, I, I didn't have really any expectations for what your voice would sound like. So that didn't. But John, mm-hmm. I feel uh, I was kind of expecting a famously, you know, your famous John Travolta voice. And I, I'm just curious why that's not what I'm hearing. Um, no, actually, this is my real voice i have a lot of um i have a lot of stage fright so sometimes that other voice comes out um but i'm I'm feeling like pretty good i'm feeling pretty comfortable right now so uh yeah it's just you know i'm just being the real me john joseph travolta born february 18th 1954 
And that's something only the real John Travolta could know. Yeah, that seals it for me. Uh, you know, yeah. and I feel I'm so glad you're so comfortable here. You know, so it's like when you're comfortable, it's like this. When you're uncomfortable, it's like, eh, Mr. Cotto, oh, my God. You know, and like, we don't want that. We want the real you. Yeah. Yeah. That was when he flipped out when he met Jay-Z. And he was like, <laughs> oh, Mr. Cotto. And it was a whole embarrassing viral Yeah, that's video. right. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, also don't want to gloss over. We have, so you are Adele the Zing. Right. I mean, that's probably the first thing that John and I sort of bonded over was actually having a lot of stage fright. I'm not an actor. I'm not a Hollywood person. I've never, you know, oh. talked to anybody interviewing me or anything. So. Oh, my God. Well, well, <laughs> welcome. We don't bite, <laughs> you know, so. But then yeah. you guys met after the incident. Well, actually, no, see, when he said my name, I, I didn't realize that he would remember me. We actually, we had met maybe once before, right? Yeah, we met once before. We were both, um, we were both sort of reaching for the same uh, outlet, right? Because we both <laughs> oh. wanted to charge our phones. That's funny. Right. I was talking about, the, I, I had been outside of his house for a long time. Like, for, oh. yeah, like for well, probably months. And then one time I was like, okay, I have... At this point, I have like squatters' rights, so mm. I went yeah. to his kitchen, and that's when we met. But I thought it was a different time. No, 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 because that was you came into the kitchen. Why did you come into the kitchen? Because you needed to charge your phone, and you know, I that's where and that's sort of where we ran into each other. And I was like, "Oh, hey, what's your name?" And then she was like, "Oh, hey, I'm Adele Dazim," and I was like. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Adele. What a beautiful name that I love. Um, I'm, um, I'm, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've seen the movie Grease or, uh, if you've seen The People versus OJ Simpson. They're both musicals. I've been in them. I, I was in, uh, I was in Grease starring. Oh, John. As, we know who you are. We know. We, I you mean, and I- Devin and I, I both worked with you, as we discussed, so I, I guess we're just... <laughs> he was telling what he told me in the kitchen, and what I said was, I'll send yes. right there, Ryan, oh. blowout is why I'm outside your house. Blowout, okay. Blowout, oh my God, what a movie. I know it, I could recite the script from memory, but I won't because I can't. Don't, don't. Don't, <laughs> I mean, but also you could, and you don't have to recite the script, but if you wanted to you know, say a log line just so I know that you know about it. Sure. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, Devin, uh, say a log line. Sure. A, lo- a log line for the movie Blowout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess I would describe it as when a, when a man is pushed to the limit, he's got no choice but to blow out. Yeah. And when wow. you blow out, I, that's when I was like, this is the guy that I'm going to stalk in a criminal way. <laughs> yeah. I and I, I really. Okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna dig a little deeper on that. I'm glad you just came out and said it. So you are stalking Mr. Travolta. Yeah, I mean, no, I was, but then we became friends. Yeah, I we're friends from him, and then he just talked about the on the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, it was the Oscars. Because I was, I was like sitting with my sons, and we were like, we love Frozen. We were so excited to see Idina Menzel come out, and mm-hmm. then, I mean, it was like we were right back in his kitchen. Yeah, I mean. Uh- Here's here's how I'll explain it. So, um, so when I and heard the don't word, don't feel any pressure that it should be the same as Adele explained it. It can be different. <laughs> um, okay, great. 
<laughs> I'll just give, you know, a different sides of the same story can actually make it seem like two stories. Mm-hmm. I just oh. want to remind you of that reality just so you have just so you have that to carry you in life. Okay, okay. Um, because I'm in, I'm in a Rashomon headspace now. Yes, unreliable yes. narrators. I'm considering all angles. Got it. Um, actually, Rashomon is not in my filmography. So if you could just reference movies that I've been involved in, that would be great okay. because I'm okay. famously involved in many, uh, many movies. I'm, I'm in a hairspray headspace. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm just thinking of you in a dress and a fat suit. Yeah. Okay. So. So that you're in a hairspray and um uh and grease headspace. Yes. Uh, so you were I, wearing a fat suit in Greece? They didn't the film everything. They didn't film everything. <laughs> what does that mean? They didn't film everything. This. You wore a fat suit on the set and they didn't film you in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean I thought it would be I, I I will say that I am famously uncoordinated. So every time I fell, I was like, oh, I want this fat suit on. (laughs) Because I, you know, sometimes I would jump off the car and then onto the car. And I was very worried that I would fall um, and injure myself in some way. And so I thought, if okay, if I wear this fat suit that, you know, I'll need for a costume in a few decades, then maybe... It'll break my fall. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We're getting uh, off topic. You talk all day. I mean, that's Same. that's sort of the famous thing about me, John Travolta, is my voice is really lovely to listen to, right? <laughs> that's yes. that's why I'm star of the screen. But that's what I you thought. Fam- yeah, you famously, you know, when movies are playing, you're not only watching, but you're also listening. Oh my god, I never thought of that. That is incredible. Wow. Yeah. You have a lot of insights about the silver screen, I guess. Yeah, that's that's the business. Hey, you're telling me. So, Adele, you were a fan of Adina Menzel's. Yes. And then you were, your name was said instead of Adina Menzel. I mean. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe my luck because I had just like started putting together a cookbook. And I was like, this is it. This is. Oh my God. What's your cookbook? It's a fusion of Polish and Mexican food. Wow. Yeah, it's not good. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's too bad. I guess that's like, that's like beet tacos. Well, I, I was going to say like... I was going to say... Oh, I, I, I just, you know... We were all just going to say something, but you go first, John. You're famous. <laughs> I love talking yeah. to Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that Adele, you know, because we spent so much time in uh, my kitchen... Adele would often make really cool, um, uh, just like borscht salsa. Yeah, borscht mm. salsa. That's page one. Mm. Yeah, that's page one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess what is a pierogi if not a little burrito with all the flavorful stuff taken out? Exactly. Exactly. So that's what you can get with my cookbook, and it was Del Seam, and then it was just it was an overnight sensation. It sold like you know forty or fifty. <sighs> Okay, so forty or fifty, Greg. Do you hear those kind of numbers? We wish we were doing that. I wish we were doing. Got to get John Travolta to say your name in a confused way. John. Well, we have him here. John, care to butcher our names? I mean, what can you do for us? Well, here's the thing: is it wasn't butchering a name; it was just saying the wrong one. That's right. Be not just you know, I wasn't 
I just want to say up top that I wasn't actively doing a favor for a personal friend when I did that. I was just confused. And, you know, I, I was thinking about her because we had hung out that morning um, because we were um, we were uh, we had we were playing morning ping pong. Um, uh, okay. There's tennis. no need to be. I could tell you're getting a little more nervous. You know, some of that yeah. comfort is wearing off. Just you yeah. know, this is a safe space. Okay. Not from COVID or anything, but this is a safe space for us to yes. share. Uh, in fact, I got a positive this morning. You did. Oh, uh, but that's I listen. That's never a bad sentence to say. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So you're yeah. playing morning ping pong. And- I'm playing morning ping pong, and then the rest of my plans were just like, oh, morning ping pong, Oscars, and then during Oscars, announce um idina menzel's name and it wasn't it wasn't like you know we're playing ping pong and adele's like hey okay here's a plan um it wasn't like that at all well no one suggested that and you brought it up but i just wanted to talk about what you're doing right now (laughs) but okay i i mean i just want to adele seems really mad (laughs) no i mean this is mm. adele keeps mouthing you're blowing this for me too to John? I don't know what you're doing right now. Um, I'm not doing anything because then I, but then I was thinking, I was like, oh, do you know whose cookbook is amazing and whose cookbook is going to sell, um, like, uh, you know, uh, like borscht salsa, which is very well, um, is Adele Dazim. And so while I was thinking, I was thinking that on stage, which is, then that, that's what came into my mind and I said it out loud. It was, wild um but yeah i mean you guys probably you guys know you guys know what happened so i don't need to explain that we both worked with you before and after it and i'll say you don't look how i remember either Mm -hmm. oh that's because i'm i'm wearing a, a little bit of uh sunscreen oh my god you have to you have to get that SPF. Even if, mm-hmm. Even if you're inside. Even if you're inside. It's still there's, there's windows windows everywhere. Yes, totally. Well, I mean, I we both know John and just as yeah. fans, we know so much about John. Adele, we don't know too much about it. So is it, the cookbook is like your main thrust or Right. Yeah. I mean it's kind of the first thing I've ever done in my life. Oh. Um well, you I, have I, several I, sons. I have two sons, okay. um, Jennifer and Jason Lee, and um, they were sort of my everything, but now they're 35. So I'm like, okay, I got to mm. have something to do. And I just, just came to me in a dream. I had a horrible nightmare. And, <laughs> uh, my cookbook was born when I woke are up. You, are you Polish or Mexican? No. Oh, neither. Mm. No, no. I'm um, Lithuanian. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of, or cousins. That's um, close to Poland, I think. I actually, yeah, I know. It's interesting that I didn't say something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got to say what you are. I don't, you have to say the truth. You we won't have lies on this podcast. Never. Will not never will we have a lie on this podcast. We will have. We will have a Nazi on this podcast. I think that's happened. We will have someone coming on and undermining public safety. We will have people who've dedicated their careers to making sure other people 
don't get healthcare, but we will not have lies on this podcast. No. I, we will have pseudoscientists. Okay, good. <laughs> I would never promote lying, which is why everything that we've said makes sense and adds up and is what happened. Great. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And I also just wanted to say that I think in a lot of ways, maybe having someone who is neither of the two ethnicities whose cuisine they're combining is kind of the perfect person to exactly. be using those cuisines. to it, you can't break the rules. Mm-hmm. No. And especially when you're, a, when you're pretty close to one of the two. <laughs> Right. You're gonna right. you're gonna be biased, and you're just gonna wind up with a Polish cookbook with a little bit of salsa, and no one wants that. We want borscht salsa. Yeah. yeah. So you said so no, no, Devin. Huh? Your question. Well, I was just gonna. Say, I'm just curious as to now. You post this Oscars event and all this happening. Are you guys still living together in John Travolta's weird compound, or what? what are you still a unit? What's going on? I have a very nice house in West Covina. I was just oh, okay. trying to see what John Travolta in his house, like what he looks like at rest. Um, so then I kind of got my fill of that and then went back home. I so see. you guys aren't still friends or is there a romance maybe? Um, okay. Wedding right. bells in the future for yeah. John Travolta and Adele Bazine? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I would have to convert. Um, I'm Lithuanian right. Catholic and um, <laughs> I'm not you, sure, you know. So Lithuanian yeah, Catholic is, is serious Catholic. Yeah, you know, and that's like how I was raised. So I don't know if I want to give all of that up for John's religion, but um, that's the only thing stopping me from marrying him. Really? John, John your huh? thoughts? Well, my thoughts are that, you know, when you're in a religion like I am, um, Scientology, you just, you're sort of best um uh your best match will always be someone who's hindu and so i asked adele to convert to hinduism just because it's like the best match just because you know scientologists um we we are one way right and then hindus are are another way and those Mm. ways work really well together how so so many examples. Mm-hmm. One or two. Um, just whatever. Uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, it, just gotta know one might... thing about each religion. Just sort of okay. Them. Okay, so so obviously with Scientology, you have um, auditing, mm-hmm. and then yes. lots of lots of Hindu people might you know uh, it's a religion that. Um, promotes a lot of learning. So similarly, you might audit a class or two at a local university. There you go. There it is. That, that tracks for me. Yeah. And the, for me. Yeah. And the two different, you know, types of auditing, you're like, uh, you would you would come home and be like, oh, how was auditing? There you have two different answers. And that's just going to be a longer conversation than if you had one. <laughs> when John first told me this kind of thing, I was surprised that being Hindu was just going to community college. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that, that you can convert to Hinduism in about two years at a community yeah. college. I actually briefly converted to Hinduism for my last two years of high school, just a yeah. little bit. I took a little, got a little Hindu. Yeah, you did some post-secondary Hindu. Yeah. Well, I actually had to become Hindu for my job as a computer-assisted designer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, John, have you thought about and I don't want to step on your toes, 
have you thought about maybe you converting? Because as we all know, Scientology has kind of done a lot of bad things. So would, wouldn't it be easier to just be a part of the Catholic Church? Um, you know, I think the premise is wrong that, yes, while the Catholic Church has not has, you know, sort of not done anything. Um, Scientology hasn't either. Scientology has made me a better actor, a better um, a, a better man. Um, definitely a better cook. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, are, are you going to have a cookbook coming out of this? If you, if you put out a cookbook, I would kill myself. But <laughs> <laughs> So it's in the printer, but it's not coming out, you know? Oh, I um, would urge you to maybe just pause on that because it I sounds like it does. I would, I would take my own life. Oh, and I friends really, are, too friends many people are have died making this yeah. podcast. Yeah. I can't. It would be nice for one of them to not be my fault, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not rooting for it. Few and far between do I make friends, you know? And so this one, I think, is going to stick. I used to, I, I, uh, I had that on the bumper of my car in high school. Few and far between do I make friends. And uh, <laughs> it's so smooth and rolling off the tongue. Not unlike the sentence I just said. <laughs> I mean, oh, I assume that, that you were quoting one of the taglines to my big blockbuster hits, which is oh, yeah. rolls off the tongue, and, and not unlike what I just said. We should, before we get too far away from it, I do think we all need to sit around and pitch on titles for John Travolta's cookbook. <laughs> I do think we all need to take sure, a little sure. bit. And obviously, yeah. there's Look Who's Cooking Now. Uh, I mean, there's there's the obvious oil. A play on Greece oh, face fine. off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Greece. No. The cooking yeah. of Pelham one, two, three. Uh huh. Blow yeah. out the candles like a birthday. Oh, blow out, yeah, good. blow out. Blow out. That's, that's and I don't, I don't know why oh, you're so pitching so on your own suicide yeah. right now. Wait, Adele, Adele, are you on board? <laughs> I thought we were playing a fun game. I've never been on a podcast before, so I thought that like. I had to play this sort of game. Yeah, this that's what podcasts are. The, the people um, come up with a f- game that fucking sucks and you just kind of have to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I picked that up really quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we want, we can move on and I can just ignore you guys the rest of the podcast and be thinking about these in my head and then spit them out whenever they come. Sure. Um, Battlefield Kitchen. I don't know. You that's know. pretty good. That's all pretty I am. good. Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Fever parentheses food instead of parentheses 1977, right? Yes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Uh, wow. Okay, so it, it seems like this, you know, is just one of these accidental friendships that has really stood the test of time. And uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so excited to hear it, you know, because in a lot of ways, Greg and I have sort of an accidental relationship. And uh, it's nice to know that there can be some real camaraderie there. How did you guys meet? How did you meet, Greg? Well, I think, was it at the signing of the Magna Carta? It was something like that. It's been a while. It was maybe we both nailed a declaration onto the door of a church. I don't yep, know what yep. it was. Well, that was when you were going by Martin <laughs> and I was going by Lawrence. And we uh, <laughs> and we met and we both we went to nail the same place and I nailed his thumb. 
Yeah. And that was it. Um, yeah, we each had 48 theses. And we mm-hmm. were... And yeah. we combined them into we a document have, of some kind. We have bumped into each other a lot at various historic events. And I guess I'd say we're friends. I thought you guys were talking about the actor Martin Lawrence. Oh, uh, interesting! This is the second episode in a row where we've had some Martin Lawrence, Martin Luther. Yeah, we did talk quite a lot of our... <laughs> He's a he's amazing. Okay, yeah. have you stalked anyone besides John Adele? That's a great mm-hmm. question. Certainly not Martin Lawrence. Um, his family. Wow. But, mm-hmm. uh, what? <laughs> I'm just saying, like I, you know, if you get exonerated, you get exonerated. Right. Um, okay. No, I mean to me, it's always been a straight shot to Travolta with minor you know, detours. I mean, mm. that's what it was like becoming John Travolta. I bet. For me. Wow, that's deep. A straight shot with some minor detours. Yeah. I That was on the other side of the bumper of my car in high school was a straight shot with minor detours or something. So it, the whole hey. message didn't make sense. Can I come check out the back of your car at some point? It sounds awesome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anyone, there's a standing invite to anyone, listeners as well. Come by, check it out. Um, and what's the address? The address is, uh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to laugh, but it is 1313 Dead End Drive. And I, it's just the reality of where I live. It's a gated community and it's oh, a dead end. Ooh, so, la, la. yeah. Um, now, in many ways, your guys' relationship reminds me of my relationship with Jodie Foster. Because um, I sort of met her under similar circumstances. It was me and this one other guy were, like, really vying for her affection. And I was never able to get inside her home. So it, would you encourage other people to continue pursuing their celebrity interests until they're able to invade their home in life? Yes. Yes. Cause it works out. You become friends. They promote your, or they accidentally say your name. Um, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Hey, okay. Yeah. I don't, they, I, they, they are, on your you, you saw them at morning ping pong and they just say your name and then you have the idea to promote the cookbook. So that's usually what happens. You can get in some, it's almost home. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm not going to try and, poke holes in your story or anything. That's great news. That's yeah, good. I'm glad. But I'm just curious if, <laughs> if either of you could tell me how ping pong is played. Um, uh, Adele, do you quarters? It's quarters, yeah. You need quarters to make it start. Um, and then air comes up and kind of blows things around at a very low level so it feels like everything kind of glides but there's air. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're on two different sides of a long table. Mm-hmm. Okay, that um, works for both. <laughs> for both? What are you talking about? I mean, yeah. for ping pong and for air hockey, which is what I think Adele is describing. No, Greg, no. I think you're getting confused because you I haven't. Pl- getting... You've only played afternoon ping pong. Oh, yeah. Morning ping pong. This, this is, is morning ping pong. Yeah. Would you say yeah. there's a ball or a puck? Um, I would say that there's, uh, there is something round that's, right. yeah, that's just, you know, ma- making its way around the, t- uh, the table. Your man's ball is another man's puck. Exactly. And, and thank you for guessing what was on the front bumper of my car. And it was <laughs> that, and it was that. So. And what is that in reference to for your life? For me, 
that was in reference to the t- how I got kicked off of my high school hockey team, which was for running on the ice, dribbling a basketball, and, and tripping and shattering my jaw. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just a personal story for me, and um, that was what I was screaming at them as they were carrying me off the ice. So it well, wasn't. Go ahead, John. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say, you know, one man's jaw is a is a another team's puck. Okay, well, I'm, it looks like I have an errand to run this afternoon. Get down <laughs> to the sticker store and uh, make well, that you're happen. saying that because Devin's jaw fully came out of his skin and was used as the puck by the other team for the remainder of the game. <laughs> That's what happened, right? Yeah, that, that is, is what happened. Um, they tried to make a movie about it, but it was deemed too unsettling for um, audiences everywhere. It was actually only released in Lithuania, of all places. That's why you look familiar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Am I known in Lithuania? Oh my God, you're like, you're, people try to break into your house. The Anyway, anyway. No way. I'm, I'm just, like, oh my God. Sorry, John. I just never met another actor. What? No. Oh, I, I'm definitely, I'm not feeling, uh, let me tell you what I'm not feeling and then I'll tell you how I am feeling, but I'm going to start with what I'm not feeling and which is uh, jealous, sad, confused, afraid um, about the fact that there's another performer um, uh, on this podcast, a uh, performer of the screen. Um, look, John, John, there's nothing to get jealous about here. I mean, like, look. And I'm not, you- that's why I'm not. You've starred in some of the biggest blockbuster films in film history, and he wasn't in the Jawbox did... movie. He wasn't in the Jawbox movie. Let's let's be right. Yeah. Sure, you know you. Okay. And what was that movie called again? <laughs> Jawbox. Jawbox. Uh, yeah. The Jawbox movie franchise. Yeah, and you know, John, I wouldn't get jealous. You know, you look. You were in White Man's Burden. You were in White Man's Burden. I, I did a five-minute set on Adam Devine's house party in 2015. You know, these are just these are just credits. They don't mean anything. Yeah, I was in an unaired uh, Vegas-themed talk show hosted by Rob Riggle. You know, <laughs> these are these are just facts, and that's okay. But I made two hundred fifty dollars, and I was there all day for one pay. Rob Riggle was in the army. He was. During that? Yeah, we had to film it in Fallujah. And that was tough. And they didn't pay for my reload. And a lot of the crafty people were killed by an IED when I just wanted a PBJ. And so I made that joke over their corpses. (laughs) Anyone else can talk whenever. No, I think we're, no. So, this is great. I love hearing. Um, I, as a celebrity, you love to hear stories from the war. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love when actors were in army. That's really what <laughs> makes me feel comfortable mm-hmm. knowing that, like, oh, you signed up to try to kill somebody, and now here you are in a movie. But I think yeah. what's great about I me, mean, like, I you know, what's so great to me about actors is you can either do that or just wait around and be in a Marvel movie, and then uh, it's a big ad for GoArmy.com. Yes, God, thank you. I mean, and and really, they need all the publicity they can get. I mean, this is a dying industry, the um, industry of death, and I think uh, you know, I, and, and Greg, I don't know if we can put a link in the episode description to encourage people to sign up for the Army. I like to think that. 
my unhinged violence in every episode is an ad for the U.S. Army. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll make a more explicit ad. Everyone enlist. They might have a woman running the Defense Department soon. Okay. Good old boss. That's a sir. Okay. That's, that's a sir. I, I, I mean, time's up, Army. Mm, yes. I'm going to yeah. say time's up, Army. And then it's and time it's, for that woman to slay, Queen. Yes. And it's but it's I times mean, like I, this that I'm glad that my real brother was in the real Army. Oh, so. <laughs> God, and I can't wait for him to listen. So, <laughs> um, humble brag, Devin's siblings actually listen to it. He did a tour of duty in Afghanistan in 2015. I flew to the Turtle Bay Resort in Hawaii to hang out with Adam Devine and some of his friends. Mm-hmm. Not even all? No, not Sorry, all. Sorry, that's not no the follow-up. Durs was not there. There was Durs. Durs was not there. Durs was swimming. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like we've gotten to the bottom of this wonderful gas. Yeah. I mean, let's take we? a let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and really put a ball on it. Welcome back to first hand. Devin ran was. off to the bumper sticker factory. I did. I got some stuff printed up, um, all kinds of stuff, just to remember this wonderful day. Obviously, everything we talked about, and um, I got um, my I got a bumper sticker that says "My other Adina Menzel is Adele Dazim." Uh, <laughs> and does the bumper sticker stutter a little bit? <laughs> yeah, the bumper sticker holds for a moment to remember if they're saying either name right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. Great. Uh, and so we're here with. Great. Thank you. We're here with John Travolta and Adele Dazim. Um, you know. Hi. Hello. Such a wonderful conversation. Uh, but now Hi. we want to refocus on really the crux of this whole friendship. We want to talk about that night and that introduction. And uh-huh. we've got something pretty special and pretty viral and pretty clickable and pretty commercial and pretty interactive and pretty cool and, and good. And Greg, tell them what it is. We are going to give John Travolta on the podcast an opportunity at a web redemption. That's right. It's a web redemption. You had a viral moment. You're going to be redeemed. Tell them about the legal reasons, Greg. For legal reasons, we have to call it a pod redemption at least once, but then every other time we're allowed to quote-unquote forget and call it a web redemption, and that's an mm-hmm. accident. So web redemption. So John. what we're going to do is we're going to have you, John, yeah. introduce Edina Menzel at the Oscars. And Adele, this might be painful for you to hear. I because of- say, like, What does this mean? What, is, what are you saying? Greg, we didn't really think this through. I mean, I feel like we're putting our second guest in a really terrible position. I mean, this is Adele Dazeem. No, I mean, of course. <laughs> what do we do, Greg? I mean, oh, go ahead, I, go ahead, do it. No, I, no, I, Greg, we fucked this all up, man. This web redemption is fucked. Hey, Dev, Devin, quick sidebar. Yeah, let's sidebar. If we drive Adele crazy and she takes her own life, 
then that'll finally be one dead body in this studio that I'm not responsible for. Okay, I guess I'm just wondering why there needs to be dead bodies at all because I don't want there to be, you know? Well, Who you, are we, you, the U.S. Army? You know what I mean? We're not here to stack em. bodies like cornwood, okay? Got him. Yeah. Got him. But look, Thanks. if you think there's a way to get through recording a season of a podcast without piling up dead bodies, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. I don't have an answer for you. Let's go yeah. ahead and um, push Adele Dazeem to the point of mania. Great. Thank you. Came back from my sidebar. Sidebar. Avocado, avocado, rutabaga, watermelon. And, uh, Peas and carrots. <laughs> and that was, of course, Devin just described, Devin and I describing everything on our snack table over there. Help yourselves. We have That's rutabagas. Yeah, you must know rutabagas. Rutabagas. I know peas. I know carrots. I've had all of those foods. Right. I, I mean, she, we've all, she's been in my kitchen. I've huh. been, John loves my recipes. Great. Well, John's about to put out his own cookbook, right, John? Um, I, I, are you, are you gonna, are you gonna do that? I'm, you know, I, I'm not gonna do that, right? I have no immediate, I have no immediate plans to do that. I have no immediate plans to do because that. Because I'm holding a galley proof right here. Of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh-oh. it's just in the galleys. It's just, but that doesn't mean it's, you know, that, that doesn't mean that that's a book that you can flip through or buy, um, you know, on Amazon or get directly to your tablet or um, anything. Interesting, because I'm, I'm physically flipping through it right now. I'm actually, as you can see, thumbing through the pages. So. Yeah. No, I actually can't see that. I'm looking on Amazon right now and I see a book called Based Off, which <laughs> seems to be a cookbook written by you. Um, uh, I, that's a different John Travolta. I don't think that John would do that to me. I don't think I that wouldn't do that. Okay. I'm a really good I, friend. You would know what that would mean to me and how much better yours would do than mine and how it would make me feel. And you just wouldn't. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I Adele. Go ahead. Talking about Adina, Adina Menzel. Go ahead. Yeah, Adele, while you're fragile, let's have John relive the one good moment of your life, but make it fixed. Yeah, um, fix it okay. so that it's bad now. Um, okay, uh, the wickedly talented one and only... Stalling. A, the wickedly talented, the one and only... <laughs> Looking around the room, trying to figure out what the correct choice is to make. The wicked, the, I got it. I got it. Do the right thing. I don't know if anyone's ever had a web redemption where they made it worse. The wickedly talented, the one and and only, Adele Dazeem, you can order her book online. You can order it from anywhere. You can go outside and stream, ah. and she'll probably be in your yard handing you the book, and she's going to have a gun, and she's always going to have a gun. And guess what? It's always pointing at you. And friendship looks like that for you now. That's friendship now. That's how you live your life. Those are your old friends. That's, that's going to be your golden girls group is you and Adele and a gun. Yeah. Okay, so not... <sighs> I gun. Don't know. John, 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 um, you, you really fucked us on this one, John. We tried to give you a web redemption and you threw it back in the face. No, I think it went really well, actually. Really? I, I think it was good. Right. I think I said the right names. Yeah. Fine. Devin, Fine. I'm going to hit you with a couple theories here. Okay. The problem is they can't both be true. Okay. <laughs> one theory is that 
they definitely planned this, possibly by Adele holding John at gunpoint and asking him to say her name instead of Adina Menzel's name to play in the cookbook. There's no such thing as morning ping pong. They're talking about air hockey, and mm-hmm. this was all deliberate to sell the cookbook. That's one theory. Mm-hmm. Two, okay. two is that this isn't even the real John Travolta. But if that were the case... I don't, I don't even want to go down that road. That doesn't, okay. that doesn't, that doesn't track for me at all. Because, of course, I mean, last I mean, week we had not the real Rick Santorum, and his right. wife was not the real Mila Jovovich, and his landlord was the real Channing Tatum. Yeah. Listeners, go back and listen to it again. What a fun time. So, Greg, what are you saying here? Well, I'm not saying, I'm no longer saying this isn't the John Travolta, the real John Travolta, because then I feel like we'd be in a real barrel this season. So I'm I'm gonna say I think did you guys John blink twice perfect for an audio medium blink <laughs> twice if you are under duress and this entire thing has been you know forced upon you by Adele one blink go ahead go ahead do it two blinks no I, when do I start blinking now um <laughs> look at him one <laughs> okay so. Your eyes got really wide, but then the police did come. Because when you hold your eyes very wide open, it becomes difficult not to. You know, it gets drier. It gets drier. I can I can tell when when a performer is lying. That's something I learned in my Hollywood experience um, working as a staff writer for the PBS educational children's series Biz Kids. So. That's something that I've learned. I don't mean to big time you, John. I know you've had some small credits yourself, but I once wrote for a Bill Nye spinoff. So, wow. I mean, it's no Bolt 2008, but oh. And now Devin also wrote for Bill Nye on the street, uh, where <laughs> Bill Nye goes around and yells at people. People hated that show, man. People did not like it. Because he'd be like, for a dollar, you know, what's the, like, cubic mass of jupiter yeah, it was go, got, i don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah they didn't even have it anyway i'm sorry we were trying to get adele to kill herself so adele i'm stronger than ever i was just gonna say what i think is going on is that you guys don't think men and women can be friends and wow wow <laughs> that's actually really true and that has been really true for both me and Devin in our lives that well men I've and certainly women can't never be- been i've certainly never been friends with anyone Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. you know, so, not a woman either, you know, so. I don't think if you're a man, I don't think a woman can be your friend. I don't think she can be your girlfriend. I don't think she's going to want to be around you. I think she's going to be scared by your gun. And yeah. All the, you know, Adele, maybe this is something you and I actually have in common. Is I've oh. used a gun to get what I want a lot. Are you admitting that yet or are you still denying it? Oh, no, no, no. I have a gun. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So it seems like a connection is sort of forming here. And then I think John and I are obviously very connected over both being Hollywood power players. Well, I mean, what's that? Puck dreams? Puck? Puck 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 Puck. Puck dreams was the documentary about the three inner city (laughs) kids in Krakow who wanted to become (laughs) the stars of Joplin. Krakow, famously in Lithuania. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't make a movie in Poland, too? No, I don't know. Look, look, Greg, you know, I think we're, we're, no one's going to kill themselves today, so I think we better just call it. 
you know, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to, we want to thank both of our guests for being here so much. Um, Can I tell you guys something? Can I yeah. throw a bombshell? Yeah. Okay. One of you was right about something about, well, two of you were right. Adele does have a gun, but not with her right now, because guess what? I took the gun. And finally, no. I'm going to end it. John. 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 No, please. Oh, my God. John, don't kill yourself on this podcast. That would be huge for us. John. Oh, no. John pulled the trigger. I saw a, a finger clearly indicating the trigger being pulled. Oh, my God. Boom. A boom. <laughs> oh, it was an Italian gun. It was oh my a Subway RD gun. Adele, oh, I'm so God. sorry. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I think what John would want would be for me to take over his assets, star in any future John Travolta roles, <laughs> and um, use the John Travolta Foundation to fund my future cookbooks. Yes. He just, he just died moments ago. Let's all say what we think he would want. He's a ghost. <laughs> I hear this ghost. I, I think he would probably... Oh, you're back. And... <laughs> <laughs> Fine, back is a ghost, but a ghost have feelings too, just in case you wanted to know before you said anything about me. Well, and I think we have my window decal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so, you're not going to be able to see while you're driving. It's going on the windshield, baby. Oh, well, John Travolta's ghost, anything you want to promote at this time? Um, I mean, the, uh, um, I could promote. It's okay. Uh, you, know, you don't just, have to. You know. <laughs> Carrie is a 1976 American supernatural horror film that I would yeah, like to promote. Carrie, I was I do Carrie. forget that a lot. Yeah. I, and I do too, but um, you know, most of the time I don't. Um, mm. And uh, uh, you know, I also want to, Scientology gets, um, a, let me just ask you this. If I wasn't a Scientologist, would I have come back this quickly as a ghost, no, I wouldn't. You have to. You and have to we'll fill out so many other forms. You have to fill out so many other forms. I'll admit, Adele, yeah. you're um, you've just been whatever the stalker equivalent of widowed is. Uh, yeah. Do you have any plugs? Oh man, um, the Lithuanian God, which is the real one. Oh. I guess I'll throw a plug his way. His <laughs> way. <laughs> oh, very pointed. That's pretty much it. Great. Okay. Great. So a shout out to male Catholic Lithuania God. Mm-hmm. And um, and that'll do it for this episode of First Hand. Bullets dog. Well, well it's not really, but... Goodbye! Yeah, no, not by me. Okay, bye. <laughs>